Whether you're fly fishing in a stream, getting those ankles wet, or deep in the ocean casting nets, fish nerds, fish nerds, fish nerds, it's a podcast. Just for the halibut! Fried in a basket or broiled in a pan, eat it raw like you're in Siam, fish nerds, fish nerds, fish nerds, it's a podcast. This is Drew coming at you. Uh, just me. Uh, recording just was not going to happen this week, so we decided to cobble together a quick best of episode. We haven't done one for a while. We felt it was time. This one is episodes 13, 14, and 15, so way back, uh, just uh, three years ago, are these episodes. Picked out the funny moments for you. But before we get to that, I did uh, have something very exciting to talk to you about. Um, That's right, we have our first, very first Headline Heroes sponsor. That's right, support for Headline Heroes is brought to you by Manscaped, the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision engineering tools for your family jewels. Now, I did, in fact, get a Manscaped groomer, trimmer, in the mail. They were very kind and sent me one, and I got to give this puppy a a test drive. And let me tell you, well, I've had trimmers in the past. I have a beard. Um, I'm generally a hairy person, a hairy individual. I've had one in the past, and you know what? I uh, lived with it. it. It did the job, and I thought that was just fine. Now that I have this Manscaped trimmer, I realized I've been living in the Stone Age, all right? This thing made trimming, I'll, I'll just start with my beard, very easily. I, I It was like my beard was David and I was Michelangelo. It, it, it got it down to a perfect length. I was able to um, use it. It's cordless, so it makes maneuvering very easy. It has a LED light on it, so under the neck, I could see it just fine. Charging it. Uh, on the charging stands very easy and it keeps it uh, charged for 90 minutes so if you're if you're taking your time very very meticulously trimming your beard um, you have the charge for it the battery will last now we're gonna get into the part that you've all been wanting that's right I took this thing uh, for a trim down uh, down south let me tell you it was amazing worked wonders it comes with a attachment so I was able to get that perfect length Maneuvering was very easy, and uh, let me tell you, no snaggage. No snaggage at all. I've had that before, and it, it hurts. Um, Manscaped made it very easy. So if you're listening to me right now, and you, I want you to experience this thing firsthand. I, I, I am genuinely enthusiastic about it. If you use the promo code HEROES20 at checkoff, you will get 20% off and free shipping. That's HEROES20 at manscaped.com that's 20 percent off and free shipping 
make your testies their besties. And now to the show. I'm just going to take it back and just really focus on, we'll keep those, those in mind, those two, um, those two phrases in the back of our heads while we do this. But what do we take from just Florida man rescues dumped or trapped raccoon and gives it a lecture? What, what is it? Well, how, what's the villain story there? Is it the man or the raccoon? I was thinking the man, but I was mm. thinking a dude who's like helpful, but always a dick about it. But I don't know <laughs> if that's really a villain so much as it's very annoying. Listen, it's a very relatable <laughs> villain at the very least. Everyone knows that guy who's a jerk. Well, obviously, the first thing I'm seeing is Florida. Mm-hmm. And as we've established, Flor- Florida's a, a bad place right now. In, in the fiction of our uh, of our creation, Florida uh, also is also in general. <laughs> listen, 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 listen. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Don't want to put Florida on blast, of course, but it is a blasted land. <laughs> oh boy, we're getting into some wordplay here. Uh oh. What is the villain here? Like... Okay, so maybe something to do with lecturing. Like the thing that comes to my head first, but almost the thing I want to just like push past to see what else is out there is like a man who can lecture animals or people to like influence their behavior. But that seems too much just like straight up mind control. So he's like, I feel uh, like we can push past it. He was a professor in a lecture hall and he got struck by lightning while he was giving a lecture. (laughs) He drank a glass of water, but accidentally had NASA chemicals in it. He got bit by a spider that has a little like graduation cap on top of its head. <laughs> Radioactive, of course, but it's a very sophisticated, high, 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 highly educated spider. Mm, yes. Bite this man, I will. <laughs> I think we need to talk about how he got these powers. Well, I thought we covered it right away. He got struck by lightning while giving a lecture. <laughs> while a spider was biting him and he was taking a, a drink of space radiation. <laughs> yeah. What if, I mean, looking over the past couple episodes we've done, well, no, okay, well, I was thinking, mate, well, what if we went like a spiritual route with it? Almost the same as uh, Omen Shaman, our sign-spinning villain from episode three or two. Two. Um, but like in a way that he, this guy at some point either went to like a, a seminar put on by Tony Robbins or like <laughs> some sort of pep talk <laughs> thing somewhere and like he had like... Maybe there were drugs of some kind involved, like, you know, they were all in some sort of yurt out in the middle of a desert, like, and he gets, like, heat stroke, and there's all this sort of, what is that, like, incense in the air, and he has this, like, chain, this, I don't know, maybe that's, like, what awakens these abilities within him, this sort of spiritual experience. Did we want to go spiritual more? We, I, that's what I, well, I mean, I, I'm just looking over the past couple episodes. Yeah. We've had sort of we've had nightlight which was sort of meta i don't know if i'd call him spiritual we yeah. had it, maybe on from Elementary the outside Street, it looks spiritual but we, we know ghost. that it is it's a separate universe like yeah. we got our ghost teacher before that so that's pretty spiritual and we have bashidas or not bashidas well yeah bashida sobo is a bit spiritual as we've established after last episode and then we you have know, i i mean looking back i don't i think we've got a decent mix of spiritual and not spiritual i almost true. think that we 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 are more heavily physical world i mean what i'll do i mean if that doesn't mean we shouldn't think of other ideas too yeah I mean, if there's if you got other ideas i like the idea of this guy like powers so like tony he reads tony robbins books <laughs> And then take some drugs. I don't know. <laughs> some yes. Tony Robbins just prescribed drugs, but that makes absolutely no sense. He just hmm. likes to party. Maybe he reads a Tony Robbins book and he falls asleep in his favorite recliner while he has incense on. 
And like he ends up like hotboxing himself with incense after reading this Tony Robbins book. And yeah. that like does something to his brain. <laughs> I don't know. And the place catches fire. But we all, I mean, there's also the idea that like he's an evil dude, right? Yeah. Or does he think he's does he think he's helped that governor lisk is doing good for the world and he thinks he's a hero but he's actually a villain oh man a real Ooh. eichmann thing hmm. I, let's keep going i did think you just throw can... down an eichmann in jerusalem reference i, I did throw down an eichmann <laughs> in jerusalem <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> pretty topical very <laughs> let's keep thinking of ideas for how he got these powers so you don't want to go with incense hotboxing okay i okay. like i think that's <laughs> no I'm just kidding. Well, I was thinking something like he was like a professor that held lectures, but no one ever listened or paid attention. So in some way, he's trying to come up with a way to force people to listen and pay attention and do what he says. Oh, he really values education. Yeah, but like, does he like do experiments on himself or he just like read the secret or what? Uh, Yeah, well... (laughs) What if he's like a, I mean, I know we go the chemical route a lot, but it's very easy. What if he's like a a chemistry teacher and he's trying to like do all these chemical presentations for his class to teach them the principles of science and they just like, they're not listening. They're throwing paper airplanes. They're on their Snapchat. They're gabbing with their friends and they're walking in late and he just, he just can't take it anymore. He's so, he gets so fed up with these kids who don't want to listen to his lectures that he works tirelessly All these kids just keep playing Beyblades instead of listening to him. Yeah, Mm -hmm. definitely definitely and not like fidget spinners or something frantically yelling out (laughs) it's time to duel and like pulling out Yu-Gi-Oh cards well I'm just thinking like maybe one day he's so he's so distracted by them not paying attention that he he messes up his whole his whole like zone explodes up front that he all the chemicals that he's working with sort of like blow up in his face they sort of of course doesn't have anything to do with any like Tony Robbins or the secret stuff that's all right it would explain (laughs) powers at least maybe he has a copy of tony robbins maybe the book's just sitting on the uh, desk right next to the beakers it's an easter egg i have noticed you ever hold on a second i'm just gonna send you real quick did you ever notice i'm just gonna send you a picture of tony robbins uh actually his first book and i think it'll probably clear some things up for you guys (laughs) (laughs) now drew what did i send you I want you, could you describe Tony Robbins' first book cover for me, please, for the audience? I thought you were going to send us Unlimited Power, but no, actually, his first book is actually a, a, a novel called The uh, Necronomicon. Yeah, a little known fact that Tony Robbins wrote The Necronomicon. Oh, man, boy. He kind of likes to sweep that under the rug a little bit. He doesn't like to talk about it, but he did it. Most famous book is the one that he can't associate with. Isn't that, isn't that just tragic? Real tragedy. tragic. Real tragedy. So, like, it doesn't have to be Bill Ingvall. It was just... No, know. it does. <laughs> Drew, is there a reason yeah, you're what? so anti-Bill Ingvall right now? Because I'm, I'm sick of, of talking about no. Bill Ingvall, guys. No there, I said it. To we're doing together. Yeah, Drew's more of a Larry the Cable guy. Larry the Cable guy guy. I'm not saying that Bill Ingvall needs to come up all the time, but if we're making Tony Robbins a goddamn deity, I think Bill Ingvall can at least sit as a sub-deity. Okay, like we will we will discuss it later. I'm just gonna. I'm just no gonna doubt write it, down it will here. be brought up in sometime in the future. Bill Engvall is God. Got it. Okay. <laughs> now it's canon. <laughs> or do, should we talk more about this guy first, or did we even want to talk about that? Should we come up with a name for him? Yeah. Oh yeah. So it's a little easier. You for know, us sometimes I, I actually the past like four times I've forgotten. Yeah, we should just name him. <laughs> so what would this guy's name be? Probably not strictly 
raccoon related, right? Like that was just his first no. step. Yeah. Well, his supervillain name could be Walkie Talkie. Walkie Talkie. <laughs> huh? Hmm. So wait, that's what the students call him? Sure. Do, we... Do the students even call him anything though? Yeah, Professor Dickweed. <laughs> Got him. All right, writing that down. Dickweed. <laughs> D I C. Hey, guys. So, boy, I'm just feeling so refreshed. I just got back from my vacation. It was very oh, yeah, good. How was that? Oh, so good. You know, just out there in the wilderness, you know. You sound un- rested. Yeah, under the stars, just hanging out, just doing manly things, you know, out could there. You, um, could you list a couple of the specific things you did, please? Yeah, um, well... I was I was getting to that, Nathan. Um, mm-hmm. We we had a boat um, and we um, we went out and there was um, some fishing was, was went on that that oh, happened. Oh boy! Yeah, and um, kind of did you catch any fish? Well, I'm I didn't exactly fish myself. No, that was that was basically everyone else. I just kind of just kind of went out there and sat quietly reading mm-hmm. reading my mm-hmm. book. Yep. That makes sense. That makes yeah. sense. Mm. Yeah. But other than that, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, but I mean, I did other manly. I mean, I did. I did buy some salmon and I, I, I caught that, I guess. And I made I made that. Was it was it moving in some way or did how, how in what way did you? Well, catch it? it was moving in so much that uh, as when I bought it, the, the man moved it and put it into the wrapper and, and wrapped it up mm. himself. So he, he caught a good deal. Yeah, it was it was good. It was five dollar per salmon slice, but uh, yeah. And then I put some balsamic glaze on that and put that into the oven. It was very good. But other than that, like uh, some very manly, you know, I was out there. We were we were under the stars, just you know, doing things. Yeah. And... Uh, what was your? Um, I know you're you're a real star nut. Yeah. Um, what is your favorite? What's your favorite constellation and its name, please? Uh... <laughs> I know it's I know it's hard to I get that I get that too. It's hard to pick, but I do need you to pick right now. You know what my favorite constellation is? My favorite. I don't. Is, that's why I asked. It's this. It's uh, the sun. <laughs> the greatest <laughs> constellation of all, Soul. Well, see, it keeps us warm. I think you know it's underrated, really. Drew, Drew, did you um, did you actually leave this weekend? So anyway, this is headline heroes. <laughs> Comedy. <laughs> Comedy podcast, uh, where we, As you where, can tell. where we make some goofs, do, do some things. I did actually, I did actually go somewhere. Hey, Drew, what does a fish look like, real quick? Oh, you know, it's got that, the, it's, it's, uh, it's got those, the spots on it and uh, with uh. the little tail on it and the, the, the very long neck. Oh, so, yeah, it's got the, it's the longest neck. So long it can, neck. so it can reach those leaves. Drew, are you the... describing a giraffe? So this is headline heroes. <laughs> hey, Tanner, but um, is real quick sidebar is a giraffe a fish? I guess I don't really know. I mean, I mean might, have you guys ever seen a giraffe? <laughs> Shit. Um, yeah, but we we went out. My, me and my family, we went up north uh, by a lake, sleeping under the stars in our cabin with cable. And if we sat, was there something just, wrong with the cabin that you could sleep under the stars? Or was no, it like I mean, but I really, like I mean, just anyone is sleeping under the stars, no matter where they are. Like everywhere is under the stars, Nathan. I mean, come on. I guess you're right. Yep. Damn it, damn it, Drew, you got me good. You mm-hmm. really got me good. I'm gonna go squeegee this egg off of my face. Maybe the Thanks. funniest part about my little trip was where our resort is. You know how some houses get these like wood carving things of like eagles or totem poles or like bears or something like that out like out front mm-hmm. of their um, houses. And I saw one there down the street from where we were that was carved in the likeness of Shrek holding a can of beer. Now you did send me a picture of that and it was I very wish good. I'd saved it. I'm not sure if I did. Come on, yeah. Drew. I'll just have to drive up there. Well, they aired 
Tanner, you're going to be up in that neck of the woods. This that is was true. For our old pal. It would Shrek. be about an hour and ten minutes away from where you were, but yeah, I think it's worth it. It's probably worth sites trip. to go see. I mean, everywhere you're seeing Paul Bunyan, I, Paul Bunyan this, Paul Bunyan That's that, been and, his, done. And, his, and his blue giraffe like up there. like. But yeah, you got to go see that wooden Shrek with the can of beer. Maybe a meteor dropped from the sky and like they all went to investigate it like a kid would if a meteor fucking fell from the sky and that sort of like infected them with some sort of I mean, I hate to do radiation, but God damn it. If I, if it sounds like Vandal it, Savage kind of is that I forget his the origin, his whole deal. Uh, he was a caveman who found a meteorite and then fell asleep in front of it and could never be killed again. Now, did he like get did he just get real sleepy or was he an idiot? No, he was a caveman like, and the, the rock was it was a warm rock and it was warm. And it was the you ever think age. about how much trouble the Justice League could have avoided if he just had slept somewhere else? I think about that every day it just doesn't make sense i've drawn charts why did he do it you know ever ever wonder like how much trouble could have been avoided if like lex didn't go bald mm-hmm. i mean really his his efforts to conquer the world were just him trying to compensate for his lack of hair he felt inadequate he's got that baldness this is true just like a giraffe <laughs> just like a giraffe it's scary how much like a giraffe he is do you guys remember that episode of superman tv show when lex luther he just kind of rubbed his neck a little bit and is he completely extended it up into a large tree and took a bite of some leaves (laughs) and then just continued to talk about his evil plot do you remember that wasn't that also weird (laughs) (laughs) that was also the climactic battle between superman and lex where they just were thrashing their heads together just whacking each other with the, with their heads and their their giant muscly necks. Now, Drew, this suddenly took a weird erotic turn when you said muscly necks, and I don't. I, don't, I, don't I know, have man. some magazines I would like you to see. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, I have to dial nine one one. I mean, uh, go get an A and W. Drew, we can't do a podcast while aroused. <laughs> well, I, I do it every week, so I don't know what's wrong with you. <laughs> Sorry, mom. <laughs> So, guys, are you excited for the uh, NBA Awards show tonight? Oh, yeah. is that? Oh, boy, is that tonight? Yeah. What? Oh, boy. Yeah, what time is that? Oh, come on. I know you've had this mark on your calendar. Um, um, yep. Um, as soon as we're done recording, I'm going to put on my basketball jumpsuit and yep. get out the old Bieber. All right. You know, the, the basketball. I, I know you're a huge you NBA fan. Who, who do you think is going to win MVP? Um, the... Philadelphia Flyers. Now, now I noticed you picked an entire team instead of an individual person and also a hockey you know, team. There's no I in team and anyone with a dream can do it if they try. Well, I think so. if they can screw up the like best pictures for, for the Oscars, then I mean, I think I don't see how a whole team can't win MVP. <laughs> I guess you're right. Thank and you, in Drew. a different sport. I mean, it's 2017. <laughs> True. <laughs> Drew, who is your pick for MVP? Um, Bobby Fischer. And here's why. Yes. <laughs> Please uh, I don't, elaborate. <laughs> I don't know if he's still alive, but I think uh, he deserves it because he... Yeah, I'm going to switch it up. I'm going <laughs> to... <laughs> Uh, you guys I'm going to say oh, Bobby oh, boy, Knight because oh, he is horse. a good, good um, display, a good... He exudes teamwork and just motivation, and I think he's got that big smile on his face every time I see a picture of him. Yeah. Bobby Knight, known, Bobby known as a very uh, jovial person. Uh-huh. Yeah. 
Now, so, Tanner, this eludes me. What team did Bobby Knight coach? Um, well, he coached the college team, uh, mostly known for oh, okay. <laughs> mostly known for uh, Indiana and then Texas Tech. So, I mean, you guys are both going wild cards here. Uh, n- not even an individual player or in the same sport. I think if we win this, listen, you owe us a lot of money, Tanner. Gained, okay. I mean, I honestly, if the listeners would just listen to you guys and this. bet on what you're, yeah, you guys are saying, they would probably win quite a bit. Too bad this is going to come out well after the awards. Yeah, we'll, we'll set up a tweet poll. Um, if you're listening to this and you think, uh, well, wait, by the time this comes out, it's long gone, right? Oh yeah. Well, we'll still set up the poll. Um, if you think uh, Bobby Knight wins, you tweet that. Um, and what did you say? <laughs> the Philadelphia Flyers is what Nate said. Now, Tanner, at what time, for remind me, what time should I tune in for the special category most erotic trick shot? Oh, okay. That's probably the most hyped one of the night. Um, and so. Uh-huh. Who do you think is going to take that one? Well, first, who do I think is going to take it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, yeah. I'm going to say Dirk Nowitzki just because he's very sensual out there on the court, <laughs> which I know. I don't need to tell no, you guys. I know me, you're all very big fans of him. What was the name of his trick again? You know that one. Oh, uh, you know the, the Cincinnati bow tie. Oh. <laughs> what, is, what does that entail for, for our listeners out there? I mean, we all know uh, what know, it is, but what, what's that? What is well, that? Well, okay. So he, uh, you know, he's going for a free throw. And what he does is he sets the ball down, turns around and drops his, his pants. Oh, so he takes a dump right on the ball. <laughs> oh, no, We've gone 15 episodes without talking to poop. And frankly, I'm, I'm, I'm surprised it wasn't me that brought it up. You think that's the most sensual. I mean, you should have seen the play, Drew. <laughs> we, we learned a lot about Tanner, I guess. Oh, so that'll be at 845 Central Time is when that award will get announced. Oh, okay. Perfect. Thank you. That's all I needed to know. I forgot that I have a game of basketball you can't miss the big game i I suppose they can't be without you nate yeah you know you know how i lead that team now here's a question if one of our superheroes or supervillains which one is most likely to to be in the nba i think we touched on this in the first episode we ever did which is bushido sobo 20 foot vert oh yeah she could be on the harlem (laughs) globetrotters i remember you saying that now, what about all right so espresso or double shot or anything like i feel like at least the the fast one would probably be pretty now, okay so that's well. three uh, now if we it's what is it five on a team now if they were going yeah. up against the monsters who who would complete okay who would complete their team michael jordan okay yeah <laughs> do you guys remember in episode nine when we made the that michael jordan the basketball yeah i do oh, yeah, remember we did, that didn't we? he was able to take off his bald head and dribble it like a ball that was his superpowers <laughs> That's exactly and he's, all he's wearing is like Hanes underwear. Oh, geez, straight out of my dreams and onto the, <laughs> onto the podcast. <laughs> now we need one more person. I'm gonna say okay, um, Mech Gruff because I mean we've all seen Airbud. Oh, oh shit! You're so right. You're so right. And Coached by Bobby Knight. That that is our starting line. Wait, I, I do have a question though. A, a regular basketball game, as we all know, is complete my sentence how long it is time 48 minutes long uh, yeah exactly so um just like i was gonna say so derek if he did it right like say we only put four members of the team on the court and then oh. just like put derek courtside and they're like we need another player and he goes damn it i just wanted to eat my nachos and watch this game but i guess i'm really good at basketball now <laughs> okay for the next for, hour. I, yeah i actually have to give a shout out real quick to one of our listeners michael who uh approached me and told me that exact scenario this weekend <laughs> wait what really saying that yeah i'm not even kidding he told me that he wishes we would have brought that up with derek that he should have been been an nba player and they just put him in for the fourth quarter always <laughs> <laughs> hmm. 
does he get powers related to being a t-rex does he try and enhance himself to be more t-rex like is this a science experiment gone awry like where is this what is his powers coming from and what are they i guess now, tanner i'm gonna say it right now before you say it nope i'm not gonna say it <laughs> <laughs> but what if he got struck by lightning right after this picture in was the taken? suit yeah in the suit yeah of course I'm not sure as much as as I think what would end up happening is not a fusing of T-Rex and man. It would just be a fusing of whatever plastic, whatever that T-Rex is made out mm-hmm. of fused to this man's skin. And then it's just a hospital ride. Yeah, we can't escape the fact that uh, it is made of plastic. What if um, during prom he sneaks away and goes into the chemistry room to finish up some experiment he's been working on? I feel on. like we just know. did that type of thing, though, with uh, um, Professor Persuasion. Persuasion. I was thinking we could do something like he's walking away from prom all angry and upset, like kicking rocks, and he like stumbles across this weird looking uh, pawn shop or something like that, and it's run by the devil, it turns out, and he just makes some offhanded comment that he wishes he was a real T-Rex, and so then the costume gets magical powers from that, but the curse is he can never take it off. If he ever takes it off, he'll die. (laughs) Or something like that. And that would explain how it actually gives him powers instead of it just melting plastic to his skin. <laughs> and then he walks into the pawn shop and he gets hit by lightning. <laughs> Is that what you mean? <laughs> Sorry, yeah, that's what I There's meant. There's a genie in there <laughs> and he strikes him with lightning. Or he yes. gets like a monkey paw and then he gets struck by lightning. And yeah, yeah. He Well, he has to say the magic words first. Uh, gam, gam, sam, sam. And then he gets hit by lightning. <laughs> Or, or he uh, gets this giant just rod, like metal rod that they give him, and he just walks out, and it starts, it's like a really bad thunderstorm outside, and then he hits by a bus, and <laughs> it gives him powers. We can keep workshopping it, too, see what else sort of comes out. What, what other ways could he get power? Like, Well, it could be the route that the suit was already cursed, and he puts it on, and he does some sick mm-hmm. moves on the dance floor, and what, lo and behold, that's the, that's the T-Rex shuffle, and that's what summons and activates the powers, and he turns into a T-Rex. <laughs> Ah, yes. The The T-Rex shuffle. Yeah, you know the T-Rex shuffle. (laughs) You know, to the left, to the left, to the left, to the right, to the right. Now bite, now bite, now bite. (laughs) Now chomper all the rest. We still need a weakness, I believe. Is there a way to calm him down? Like sing to him? I don't know. Like sing to him. Show him that picture of him with his girlfriend. It was a happier time then. Hit some dance music, maybe? Like... Oh, does he just got to dance? He can't resist the T-Rex shuffle. (laughs) His one weakness is not being able to resist the T-Rex shuffle. (laughs) (laughs) That's a pretty big weakness, honestly. Unless people aren't aware of it. I think people aren't aware of it. He's just got to do it. Then that's nothing like mystical or magical or scientific about that. He's just insane. And if he hears it, he's just like, hell yeah, it's my jam. Yes. Hold me back. And if you say that's too big of a weakness, he just needs to put earplugs in. Big T-Rex ear ear plugs. But you know what? How does he reach his ears? He puts them in before he transforms. But I don't know if you're looking at this costume. I'm not. So he gets a a lackey to do it. You're right. One of his T-Rex lackeys, a a raptor, old blue, jumps on his back and like puts him in for him. Yeah. What's his first comic book cover look like? I just, uh, what if it was him as a T-Rex just busting some moves on the dance floor while people are screaming and running away. <laughs> I like that. That's <laughs> I, I really do like that a lot. Shows that we're not, a, it's going to be action packed, but we're also going to have some fun in this comic. And this is moments before he eats his girlfriend. Like this is right before he spies his girlfriend and best friend 
so close when he sees them at first it's the diet the t-rex shuffles on but then the song ends and that's when he goes to eat them yeah the 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 t-rex shuffle ends love song starts playing no that's too high pace we need a real slow song what a wonderful world by louis armstrong (laughs) and he looks over and it's like he gets that tunnel vision people are screaming and there's a spotlight right on those two and they're they're not leaving room for uh, Bill Engvall between the two of them. <laughs> that took me a second. It's a deep cut, but it it, it checks out. Yeah.